Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we ask for an outpouring of your Holy Spirit, specifically for the gift of courage as we take up our Lenten crosses. We ask that you help us in all of our trials and tribulations to remain faithful to you. We make all these prayers in the most holy and sacred name of Jesus, who is Lord forever and ever. Amen. When I was a child in grade school, my dad liked to come and always buy hats for us when he come back from a trip. And I have two older brothers and an older sister. Um, the sister never really got a hat, but we got, the boys got hats. And sometimes he'd come back with different hats. And one hat that he bought me that I loved to wear when I was in about third and fourth grade, it was a hat from the Negro, Negro Baseball Association because at the, at the time of segregation, blacks were not allowed to play baseball. My dad loved the history of baseball, the ins and outs of the game, and on this particular, on this particular hat that he bought me, it had the letters B, 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 and the little triangle. I still to this day don't know what they meant. People have given me many different things that they thought they meant. But as we head into our Lenten journey, I want to give you three B's to work on as you journey this Lent. Now, the first B I want to give you is to believe. And that might sound very simple to you, but it's easy to throw in the towel. It's easy to give up. It's easy to think that if I fail once, I'm done. My encouragement to you is to believe, as we heard in our first reading, that the word is near you in your mouth and in your heart. It takes faith in this world that becomes more and more secular to believe. To have faith in Jesus. To believe. When everything around you is going crazy, to not give up. To be humble enough to ask for help. To be humble enough to go to confession. To be humble enough to call out to the Lord. Be humble enough to say, I need a Savior. To believe that Jesus truly did rise from the dead with all your heart. As we heard in our second reading, it said, if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Saved from what? You're going to be saved from your addictions. You're going to be saved from those things that you struggle with. Your finances, being faithful to your spouse. Gossip. Give that one up, huh? You're going to be saved from doing those things. And then other people, are going to, other people are going to see a change in you. And they're going to want to believe too. But we have to go to the desert to deal with our sins that we choose to love more than Jesus. For the second reading even ended with saying, for everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. And don't forget about the power of believing in the name of Jesus. So when you're struggling, call out on the name of Jesus. And that might sound totally lame, but the only one who wants you to think that's lame is the one who led our Lord into temptation during our, our gospel reading today. That's my sec- and this is my second B. The first one is to believe. My second B is Bible. We must remember that the Catholic Church put the Bible together. And sometimes we get made fun of as Catholics for not knowing our scripture very well. But our Lord, as he's just baptized, now he goes out into the desert. He's led by the Spirit into the desert. And it doesn't mean like sandy desert. It means deserted area, okay? 
So he's getting away from the noise of the world to deal with reality, and the devil comes after him. And he starts questioning his identity. Nothing new there in our world today, right? With our identity politics and all these strange things. And he says, if you, the devil says, if you are the son of God, command that this stone become bread. And what does the Lord do in time of temptation? He quotes the Bible. And then the devil tries to later use the word of God against God. Strange. But Jesus is God who is who's fully God and he's fully human. And he quotes from the first commandment, you shall not put the Lord to the test for you shall have one Lord alone, right? Believing, right? Bible. And the second B I have for you might sound a little bit strange, but it's the word basket. And I give you the word basket because in our first reading from Moses, from Deuteronomy, Moses spoke to the people saying, the priest shall receive the basket from you. Now I really want you to focus in this line that there's one thing we always have to work on is offering ourselves fully at the Mass. And if you've ever said Mass is boring, I would say you're boring. Because you don't get it. We have to really do our best to place ourselves in that basket. So when you place your money and the bread and wine are brought forward, this is really time to focus in. And the devil starts whispering in your ear, it's going to snow later. You've got laundry to do. You've got homework to do. And the list goes on and on. And we just kind of check out. But this is one of the most important things where we should really be focusing on doing what we heard the past few weeks in our gospel. We heard about loving our enemies. Right? And placing all those people in that basket because it's best if it's in the Lord's hands. And we say Jesus is Lord, as we heard in our second reading. What we should be doing is giving him dominion, giving him lordship, placing everything in his hands. We do that primarily by first placing it in that basket. I'm sure you all know somebody who's struggling right now and you're thinking, what can I do? You place him in the basket. Maybe maybe. You have things that you're just struggling with yourself. You've got to place it in the basket. You've got to place yourself in the basket, and it comes on this altar, and we're actually doing what the Word of God says. It says, The priest shall receive the basket from you, and you shall set it in front of the altar of your Lord, your God. And then you shall declare before the Lord your God. Remember that the Mass is a sacrifice. We're not Protestants. We're not evangelicals. We don't do service. When we're at Mass, we're at an eternal wedding feast. We're at the eternal sacrifice where Jesus celebrates the Last Supper and he finishes that sacrifice on the cross and we get to enter into that mystery. And you as the baptized priest, me as the ordained priest, we're called to offer everything and placing it in this basket. And in the last line of that first reading, it said, and having set them before the Lord your God, you shall bow in his presence. Do we know that we are in the presence of God by the way we dress, by the way we speak? Do we come in here with reverence before our God who hides behind the species of bread and wine so you don't have to hide in your sin anymore? Believe. Bible in baskets. You might be thinking, wasn't expecting that one this first Sunday of Lent. Well, it's something to apply. It's something to encourage you to remember 
because we have to really focus in. Because as the devil tried to tempt Jesus, it's just like in the Our Father. Lead us not into temptation, right? We pray that all the time. Let us really focus in on offering ourselves fully in this basket. Let us be people of the Bible, right? For our church, put the Bible together and not be afraid to open it and spend time with the Word. Because if we call upon the name of the Lord, you will be saved, saved from all the craziness of the world. If you believe in your heart, you got to believe. It takes a lot of faith to believe in that. You're going to be saved from hell. This is a good deal. The Lord wants you to make that leap of faith by going deeper into the liturgy, to offer yourself more fully. And you might be thinking, I'm, I'm pretty screwed up. <laughs> I'm, I'm damaged goods. The Lord wouldn't want me. But we have to know that as the Lord went into the desert, he was tempted and he comes back and he goes to Jerusalem and he comes into your Jerusalem and my Jerusalem. The place where we have to deal with that stuff that we struggle with and the Lord doesn't run from Jerusalem, he goes straight in. He's not sickened by your sins. He's not disgusted by your wounds or your past. He actually runs straight into it. Because he loves you. And he offers himself fully to you at this Mass. But if we're full of ourselves, there's nowhere for the Lord to go. But if we empty ourselves fully into this Mass, he will give us everything which is himself, which is greater than anything you and I can ever imagine. It takes deep faith to believe that. So let us take a moment to silence our hearts, to silence our minds, and really focus on those things we need to offer at every Mass so we can believe, so we can be people of the Bible, and we can focus on that basket. For we adore you, O Christ, and we praise you, because by your holy cross you have redeemed the world.